call the dog with Chansey and Chi. And it's taken until about right at this moment for my heart to to get back regulated uh, and calm down from what was, uh, as Coach Smart put in an interview, uh, a legendary game. Um, how are you? How are you dealing uh, with this, my friend? <laughs> yeah, I, I'd, I'd say my recovery probably didn't really even begin until probably Monday morning. I would assume. I would say. I mean, man. I mean, I mean, I stayed up. I, I went to bed at three o'clock in the morning. I mean, not only was my my heart pounding, I'm trying to get a a one year old back home after all that went down. And, um, you know, get him to sleep. He was excited. He didn't want to sleep either. So, <laughs> um, man, it's just uh, all in all. Yeah. Yeah. My, I, I'd say, I'd say my heart has finally come to a, to a nor- normal rhythm here, but man, what a, what, what a game, incredible game afterwards. Uh, Stetson was being interviewed and he's like, ah, I might be biased, but that might be better than the peach. I mean, might be better than Rose Bowl. Might be. I don't know. You know, kind of thing. And I don't know about that. But Chancy, what's uh, what's your initial reaction after uh, after watching the New Year the New Year's uh, miracle or the miracle of midnight? Is th- I think what people are calling it. Yeah. Well, it was a miracle, and and I think I have so many thoughts, and I could just sit here and ramble uh, until the national championship game, which uh, we have to mention. Uh, dogs are going back to a second straight net where we have a chance to defend our title. We have, we have gone the distance and uh, it's hard to believe that we were just talking a minute ago that this time last year, we were preparing to make a trip to Indianapolis <laughs> to uh, go see what would be our first national championship win in 41 years. And now we're talking uh, potential to be 12 months. <laughs> so, <laughs> so things are, are a little different, but uh, man, I, I can't even remember what I said about Ohio State uh, during the preview, but you're talking about even after we recorded just the bashing and talking about how we were going to run all over them and the sheer confidence from everybody I was talking to, uh, it kind of, as the game got closer and over the course of the the end of the week and getting into the weekend, it's kind of like, man, I don't, I mean, they're a pretty good team and oh my God, you're talking about my heart getting ripped out play after play after play and CJ Stroud having the game of his life and played unreal. You think his draft stock shot up? Oh my God. He made millions of dollars on Saturday. And, uh, but how many times have we been Ohio state in that situation, specifically Mm -hmm. against Alabama (laughs) and led (laughs) the entire game, played better the entire game and just, Lose it at the end, like you just give them. You give. They've been giving you shots the whole time. You've been scoring points. You've been you've been playing your best game you've played all season, and then you give them three chances, and they take all three of them, and then they get the game back. And dude, that's exactly what we were. This was not our best performance. We did not play great the entire game until we needed to, and the guys just showed up, and they just never they never stopped. And I don't know if you've seen. Uh, You've seen some of the the footage. Uh, some guys that some guys they had the mic on the guys on on the sideline, and I can't remember who it was. I have to go back, but there was a guy on offense that he, they had the offense huddled up in the fourth quarter, and they were like, "Dude, that he's like, dude, he's defense needs us. Defense needs us right now." And it was just yeah. one of those things like they're they're getting massacred out there. They got to make their chance, but we got to score points. And um, and man, just to 
I have I have many thoughts asking what my initial thoughts were, but I am so proud that's okay. of this team. Hey, that's, that's why we do this. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why we can do this for hours. It seems like, but yeah. I, I am just. It was an incredible game, just no matter who you are. By far, if you include that TCU-Michigan game, by far the best pair of semifinal games ever. I mean, you're talking about everybody questioned the the model up until this this year, and uh, and people still question it. But but to have those two level of games, unreal, and to the way that the kick was missed at midnight, and you're talking about starting a new year. As the watching those videos of everything synced up and watching all that happen, and then hearing Scott Howard and calling it and saying Happy New Year, and and, and it was just it was surreal. It's kind of hard. It's still hard to wrap my head around all of it. Can, can I pause you real quick? Because I'm glad you brought up Scott Howard. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that was one of the worst calls of all time. It really was. <laughs> it was so bad. I mean, you have all this momentum. I mean, this is such a monumental play, sending us back to the national championship, and you sound like you're having a damn stroke. It was well, also, bad. And also, you don't know if it – when he first starts, you don't know if he made it or not. He yeah. just yells, no. He goes, yeah. <laughs> Good. Like, what? And he makes some gargling noise. Like, I mean, my gosh, dude. It was so, and, and here's the deal. I'm not the biggest I'm I'm not a huge Scott Howard fan, but I'm not like his biggest hater. But it's fun. It's crazy in the Georgia fan base. There are people that hate him. And I've I've heard some terrible calls from him, but I thought I think overall he's pretty decent at what at what he does. But that goes up in the uh Hall of Fame for the one of the worst worst calls I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it, it, it really was. It was it did not go was not his best moment uh, at all, and uh, sorry, even, I didn't mean to interject there. That's just, I mean, I'm glad. No, you but said it's, that. but it's, but it's important because, like, this is, this is, this is one of those games that goes down. Like, it already, it already made it into one of the top games in college football history. I mean, you mm-hmm. in terms of heavyweights going at it, first time we've played them in thirty something years. College football playoff semifinal game. Georgia's picked to win by a touchdown. We're getting massacred all over the field the whole game, but we just we're just yep. staying right there. We were down yep. fourteen points two different times. Uh, we go up. We we led for what like a minute and a half for the whole game, and uh, still end up winning the game in a last second missed field goal, and uh, still gave them a chance. We scored with a, less than a minute left, and they still got a chance to to put the game away and beat us, and. Uh, Talk about Kirby's timeout. Like you're talking about the the timeout, the call there. Just you, you see his matura- his maturation over the course of the games, over our big games, those big moments over his career. And you're talking about he's on another level. Like he is, a, he's at a he's at a place now. Like it doesn't seem like much, but just that's if if you go back and watch it, the time, like how long that took, that was seconds. Like from the whole process of them lining up because they were going to snap that ball quick. It's a quick, it's a quick little. Pro- if you go back and watch the, uh, I was watching the, uh, the view of him, or the the game that was on SEC Network that they had the camera on him the whole the they whole time, like the, whole, yep. the hometown, yep. whatever. And you, whenever I went back and wanted to watch that specifically to see when did it all start happening, and when did they start saying stuff on the headset, and when did you see him, and it happened fast, and but to see where we're at. Like to me, 
to show the game that we had. We did not play our best game. I don't even know where you would rank this in terms of how well we play over the course of the game, especially defensively. I mean, they were just monsters on the on that side of the ball. And uh, but just to see from a coaching perspective in the moments when it mattered, we <clears> made we we made those kinds of calls, and yep. uh, it, it was just. Like I said, I I could talk about every part of the game. And uh, leading up to the game, I said, you know, I really just want to win this game and be done and let's get on to the next one. I don't want to spend – I don't want my – I don't want to get my heart rate up too much. Like, let's just go handle business and let's get on to the next one. Oh, my God, I was a wreck. I was an emotional – just – I was distraught. It was not – it was not pretty. (laughs) It was not pretty at all. We were spoiled because last year we played a Big Ten team and – in Michigan and in the Orange Bowl, and it was over within a quarter. I think that, man, so you you mentioned the fact that we really only led this entire game. We really only led for, you know, a little under two minutes. And basically they asked Kirby about it, and Kirby was just like, the only thing he can say is resiliency. I mean, these guys are a resilient bunch. But I think you saw – I'm I'm ready for the – I don't know if they're going to do like an SEC inside for this one, but I hope they do because that this is one of those games that watching the SEC inside isn't just about watching like oh watching us win. I want to see some of the behind the scenes talking and things like that that you kind of mentioned uh, earlier. Um, <clears throat> but you you also were kind of talking about where does this kind of rank and 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 I kind of looking at it from a season outlook right. And so my idea is how did we play in this game compared to the to the rest of the season and i mean the bottom line is ohio state played a plus that's the best game they played all year i think if I, honestly if i'm being honest we we that was either a b or b minus from our side and the fact that we even played that to that level that we're capable of um you know or under the level that we're capable of and still won, won, found a way to win this game I think that's a testament to a lot of different things, but man, we had so many small things that I don't, I don't want to say like uh, went our way because I really don't feel like we got a break until the very end of this game. We didn't have anything go our way, but we had small things that just kind of stacked on top of each other. Like you can't say that the Brock Bowers thing was something that went our way because they just called it wrong, right? And same thing with the targeting on Javon Bullard, my man, Millersville, let's go. That dude hits. Um, but anyway, same thing with the Javon Bullard targeting. Like when he hit him, I immediately immediately was like, "Well, first of all, I thought that for sure we would the targeting penalty was going to be upheld." I mean, I'm sure all Georgia fans that are like us probably said the same thing. But I immediately saw, "Oh, dude, he he led with his shoulder." But I thought for sure they were going to still call it. But the Brock Bowers overturning of the fourth down, short of the fourth down. And, I, and we ended up kicking a field goal in that uh, drive. Um, and then Bullard, I, th- I think a lot of people are overlooking the fact that not only was that a big play because, dude, Marvin Harrison could have just, I mean, that was a pop-up that he could have caught in the back of the end zone standing up. If it wasn't for Javon getting after his ass, I mean, dude would have just put, would have been the easiest touchdown of all time. And then you think about it too, if they had upheld that targeting call, how and, and we had still found a way to win that game. How big is it that Bullard is out for 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 a half against uh, TCU? I mean, so that's it's this it's the small stuff that just kept adding up. And, and and my brother put together that list, and man, it's just so many different things. Also, somebody was talking. Somebody sent us uh, in our crew 
sent out something about how Kirby called that timeout just so it'll sync up with with New Year's and all that. I actually think it was it was Kenny Mack who decided he was gonna he was gonna fall on the ten yard line on that long run instead of walking <laughs> into the end zone. I think it was Kenny Mack that planned out the the New Year's Eve party. Well, he has a terrible way of uh, of making that happen because I was talking about distraught. I was I was in a bad way. I said. A lot. I had. I, I. In my mind, I'm like, I have to go. I was planning on going to church tomorrow, but now I have to go to church tomorrow because <laughs> God and I have to talk because I was not in a good in a good way when he fell uh, and, and tripped up. And oh man, and I think too. I you talked about the little things and 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 we're so used to those little things like just not making those little plays and those little things. Like, for example, in years past, we wouldn't have had a guy like Bowers that could have could have made the play he made on fourth down. Like, that, that's the thing. Like, to your point, it's guys making the play. It's not something just bouncing your way. It's you have, you have the guys that can make the play and do yeah. the thing. Because a lot of people, when Stroud throws that ball up, it looks like he's trying to throw it away. So a lot of people yep. may just start to give up on that, but Javon mm-hmm. doesn't. Javon makes a play, and and, and you <clears> talk <throat> about you've got Pod missing two two field goals, and then two field goals early, and then comes back and hits two clutch field goals that are critical to us winning that game. It's like you don't think about it, but like God, he's in his head. Ruggles has made made him all game long, and then he misses the one that counts in yeah. terms of to go and win the game, and so. And God, Stetson. I mean, you're talking about uh, a guy that is gonna w- would have been questioned f- for a, the rest of time if if that get, if that fourth quarter does not happen the way that it does, and, and yeah. still get questioned. And you're talking about still got haters on him, and people are still hating on him. Eric Ainge. I don't even want to bring that crap up. It's like, dude, just oh quit. Gosh. Quit. Want, I mean, quit wanting to be somebody you're not. Like it's 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 okay that you're not as good. It's like you're just not a good quarterback. And, uh, I, I had not heard that guy's name in years, and all of a sudden oh, I forgot who playing, it was playing Tennessee, and it's a big ball game for the first time in years, and and all of a sudden Eric Hange, like oh this it's guy's like got we've talked about him more than I've talked in my entire life in, in the last yeah. two months, and, and but for Stetson to do what he did, and and Chris Fowler was talking about it on the uh, the broadcast, and how his story. And what he has done, it's about him making plays. It's about him making those plays, and nobody else threw those balls. You you go back and you watch some of those plays. I want all anybody if there's still a Stetson hater out there, I want you to go back and watch this game because you obviously didn't watch this game. Yes, that pick was terrible. Yes, he threw some that he shouldn't have thrown, but the ones he did throw. And he still almost had 400 yards. People, people don't don't realize may not realize, but we were talking about it before we started. Him and C.J. Stroud talking about how big of a game Stroud had had the same exact number of passes, the same exact number of completions, and Stetson had more yards than he did. And it's and yeah, he even had the same amount of touchdowns. It, well, one of them was running, but then he had the one pick. That was the only thing that was really. Sorry, go ahead. But no, you're exactly right, and and it's. And he made the plays, and he had to be the guy. People talk about had to, like, can he put the game on his back? Yep. <laughs> I mean, he he did it. He carried us the whole way the whole way down, and, and and won that game. We had to have two drives 
to score a touchdown. It happened to be one of them was a one-play drive, and thank God it was. And thank God we had the guys, the, some of the guys that we had come back for this game that hadn't been really with us the, the back half of the season. And, uh, and guys showed up who haven't caught passes and, and made plays when they counted. And, yeah. and you can't just fall into being down 14 two different times during the game and still win it at this stage. And so you're talking about Kirby. Kirby, Kirby is pissed about a lot of stuff in this game, but he even said it afterwards, and there was some footage of him, and he just talked about how proud he was of our guys. And, and Because how can you not be? How can you not be? Dude, you can talk about – I could talk about Stetson and, and, and this game in particular – you know, for for a long time, because you know, I mean, let let's let's be honest. You know what it looked like is to me, at least in the second half, it looked a lot like the national championship last year. I mean, that third quarter. So I mean, I'll break it down like this: his first half, it wasn't like a quarter by quarter exactly, but he started off hot, man. I mean, he was hitting every route. He had AD over the middle. He was throwing long balls. He was he was really commanding the offense. We stalled out. We missed a field goal. Took a lot of the the wind out of our sails. And then he he was missing some guys. I I've even seen people talk about not people, but you know people that know the better than I do, uh, talking about how that even that pick he threw, which looked terrible. And I I mean I trust me, I was very upset. You know somebody said that it was actually supposed to be broken to the inside by Kenny there because the the linebacker actually was was moving towards his outside. I don't know how true that is. I'll be honest. I regardless, that's that's on Stetson. Um, but he also had a guy like on his tail, and that he was hurrying that throw. Um, but you know, Stetson, Stetson, I think himself would even say, "Hey, that's on me." But then he's played great uh, after shortly after that pick, let us down. I mean, we tied the ball game up. Then Pod put us up by three, and then that third quarter happened. Of course, you know they scored before the uh, half and and are up four going into the half. But that third quarter happened, and it was so bad. I mean, the offensive collectively was so bad. I felt terrible for our defense, man. I mean, you're talking about these guys, you could see it more than – I mean, I could you could see how tired they were more than any other game I can remember, like in recent memory. It just was one of those ones where – they were they they probably were just like I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were walking over to the, the offensive guys and cussing their ass out you know <laughs> like I felt terrible for them but then that fourth quarter happened and so you got this terrible third quarter from Stetson and then that fourth quarter now I mean I think early on there was one or two passes where I was like that could have easily been picked but it doesn't happen and then he has some throws with the last I would say the last ten or twelve minutes of that ball game he has some throws that. I mean, people in their wildest dreams, some of these great quarterbacks could not imagine making. Now, that one to Arian Smith, you know, that was how quickly that happened, Chancey, was so big because we had to score fast at that point. You know, I think we were down 14 at that point, and we had to score fast, and damn if Arian Smith didn't put a move. I mean, we lined up, and you saw – go back and watch the replay again. I know you've seen it a thousand times already. Go back and watch that replay again, and his – Get off off the line was like, hey, I'm going from from first to fifth gear as fast as I possibly could. You knew he knew, and and I think uh, Stetson looked right first, and he looked at Arian, and I mean Arian at that point was wide open, <laughs> and he just tosses that thing up, and man, I mean that was, and then that was how big was it that 
Was it the same? Was it Arian's touchdown that we actually ended up having? We we went for two mm-hmm. after that as well to yeah. get to thirty five. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. They, that how big was that play? Lanson <laughs> over there like knee falling apart. One leg, man. Old pig leg, <laughs> lad, man. <laughs> and he wild, he man. still makes makes a play and uh and we'll, we'll talk about all, all that too before we get to that. But I think you have to say you have to talk about guys like Arian and AD that have been out all year and have not been able to contribute in the ways that we know. I mean, all year we have dreamed about what if Arian was healthy? What if AD was healthy? Like what if we had them for these games and what, what it could have been in terms of it's unlimited. The possibilities are endless is basically what it comes down to. If we have both of those guys and, uh, and how – because we talked about – I said it last week. I was like, AD's got to have a big game. He didn't have a ton of yards, but, man, his his catches were critical uh, when when we had him and had another huge touchdown. The dude just loves the playoffs, man. He just loves the playoff games. He is all about it. And mm-hmm. uh, the man shows up in the big moments. And Arian, uh, like you said, is just – he is a freak. He is unnatural in how fast he is. And uh, I want to say, too, didn't have a ton of rushing yards, but our boys ran hard and ran. Ken, uh, Kendall Milton had some, some big runs, obviously had a touchdown. Was all three of them, man. All they three all of them had, had some very and crucial got, runs. And there was that one that Kenny, if Stetson keeps it on that third, if Stetson doesn't keep it on that third down and hand it off to Kenny, there was nobody there. And I was like, he'd had another touchdown. I was like, I thought he had it. And I was jumping up, hollering. I was like, he, there's nobody there. And I yep. mean, and and so there's a couple of moments like that that I don't think we capitalized on. But man, they all had some. All three of them had some big runs, and and it, a lot of yards after contact for for some of them because they were just running through guys. Old Dejan had a Nick Chubb run there. <laughs> he was in the line just Holy tussled cow. up and then just took off. <laughs> and you're like, and what he, the heck, that man? Guy, he doesn't make sense sometimes, man. He got yeah. He he had some guy that was grabbing him and pulling him back. He just yanks it, and I'm like, man, he's like literally standing still, <laughs> like a yard to pass the line of scrimmage. Like he's probably about to get popped. And dude just shoots out of a cannon. And I mean, you know, my boy, my boy Kenny. Good gracious, man. He accounted for I think 120 yards in this game. He just. That dude, he's going to get – I hope he gets drafted uh, within the first three rounds. I don't know if that's going to be a possibility or not. But I think, dude, his pass-catching ability out of the backfield is incredible. But that guy is just – I think he's – I saw some Dog Nation, you know, article that was like Kenny McIntosh quietly having one of the greatest seasons or a historical season or something like that. But it's true. I mean, it is – he is putting up numbers on – uh, you know, in a dynamic way on our offense that we haven't seen from uh, – I mean, I mean, James Cook kind of was that same way. But Cook was still – I mean, Cook still had to compete with a little bit more uh, on that that end. I, meaning, like, you know, we had some other guys who could catch the ball out of the backfield kind of thing. I mean, he's competing with Kenny, you know, last year. And then – but this year, Kenny is the, the guy catching the ball out of the backfield. Now, then you look at Kendall – I love the way the Dajan ran, but you look at Kendall, and I'm like, man, this guy, I mean, get, I'll give him all credit in the world. He looks like a completely different back than he did, you know, a couple months ago. And, um, man, the way that he was actually using his size to his advantage and running through people, that run where he scored, you know, 
I I'll be the first to say that you know Kendall. I Ken, I think Kendall still needs to work on his speed a little bit, but he knew he wasn't going to get the edge, and then he just ran through two dudes, <laughs> and that's and that's what I've been waiting for him to do. And I'm like, dude, hell yeah, that's great. Like, I mean, you you succeed, and that's great. I mean, I'm all for it. So, yeah, man, that the running backs they. You're right. The, they didn't. It wasn't a high level of production rushing wise, but they did what they needed. They made plays when they needed to make plays, and so uh, and some of those Dajun runs were super crucial for some extending drives. It was great. I'm I'm curious to see how we're going to approach the run uh, on Monday. Uh, I'm I'm curious what our what our game plan is going to be in, in regards to that. But um, but anyway, well, what, what what are you what are your thoughts on on the uh, Defense. I mean, we really, besides talking about the Bullard hit, we really hadn't talked about them a whole lot. Yeah, I, I was, I was about to just start talking about them. I, I think uh, Ohio State. You're talking about neutralizing Jalen. Uh, he he was. I mean, our guys were were our gat or gassed. Our front seven couldn't keep up. Um, questionable at the amount of holding that was going on. I mean, I, I I'm not one to go back and say that kind of stuff. I I don't I. I don't think I tend to do that very often. Dude, you're talking about shoulder pads that were kinked up around guys' ears the whole game. And and I, I just and, and yeah, Stroud was making plays, but man, I was I was frustrated at that. And I, I I there was a few pretty Well the one that ones. they ended up calling on because I think they only called one the whole game, right? Mm-hmm. One holding. Mm-hmm. The one that they ended up calling against Smile or on Smile was like I mean that was pretty obvious, but it it wasn't even the most obvious one. I mean there was times where they were showing the replay. I was like, "There's holding from three different players." I mean, '88 was getting held every play, but he was also getting doubled every play. So I mean, I think it's easier know, to hide. Of, it's easier to hide yeah. it when you're doing that, and, and so you can yep. get him from both sides. And uh, and but there were so many times we were touching C.J. Stroud's shoelaces, and it's like we were right there so many times, and he kept making plays. But man. Uh, you saw a couple things. You saw, in my mind, you saw an offense that could keep up with us defensively, like or offensively. You saw an offense that could keep up with our defense in terms of our speed, and they had a perfect game plan, and they just had some freaking ballers on the outside. I mean, it's just really what it came down to. I mean, Marvin Harrison mm. Jr., good Lord. The guy's a freak. And and Jigba was um, – in, in, or was it in – Ibaka, Ibuka, Ibuka, uh, whatever. Um, yeah. They, he had, and, a, and he, then that other Julian Fleming, I think Fleming, is his name, number four. Uh, I mean, it does. I mean, they were all open. It was incredible. And, and we just, we just haven't seen that all year, and, and we haven't had to do, we haven't had to have that kind of game. And usually, what we've talked about our secondary, and um, and I don't know if we were just gassed and we didn't have the, the guys, but we we weren't getting the rush that we needed. A lot of that you're talking about Chaz going down. I mean, we we are you're talking about injuries everywhere. Yeah, we didn't we didn't even talk about Darnell. I mean, Darnell goes down. I mean, that's a huge part of blocking. I mean, it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. Him in the passing game is big, but he's a bigger factor in our blocking game because he's basically a third tackle out there. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 that all the injuries started to pile up, and that's actually what scares me more than anything going into the TCU game, uh, going into the national championship is just – I know I know TCU's beat the hell and back just like we are. I mean, God, you've played this many games. They've played the same amount of games we have. But uh, we just – we were gassed uh, on defense because we were just – they were running up and down the field. I mean, we could not 
slow them down. Now, it when it came down to it, we got some key sacks, uh, a key sack there to, to hold them to a field goal there late in, on that that uh, on their their last points to go up 41. They were driving. We stall them in the red zone, get that big sack, and then they have to kick kick the field goal. Uh, so they made the plays when it counted. I mean, if if you if you're if you're gonna if if you can't make them, just make the ones that count and keep us in the keep us with an opportunity to to score. And um, man, our whole secondary just they couldn't keep up. It was just it was one of those things that they could do. That score before half was tough. That yep. you're talking about the yep. fact that we bounced back from that. I mean, it, they made us look silly, and um, we did not look like. Best defense in the country on, on on Saturday. It was rough. We ran twelve offensive plays um, in the third quarter. <laughs> so if that gives you if that gives you any inclination on how how that went, um, yeah. I mean, whenever you're you're running twelve plays and they ran, I mean, I think they ran like twenty something plays in, in the in the third. I mean, that's it's it's tough because. You know, you you expect so much from this defense, but we just do not. I mean, something I was telling my buddy about the game. To, I mean, this de- this team is the biggest difference between last year's team and this year's team is that this year's team is basically the depth that we had last year. And so, I mean, we had guys everywhere. I mean, almost every position had a star. I mean, that was an incredible team last year. And a lot of these, I mean, don't get me wrong, some of the guys are still on the team that played, they were starters last year. I mean, Chris Smith has been a awesome, awesome contributor for, for this team, a leader. He's been awesome. But then you look around the uh, around uh, across the board, and a lot of these guys were depth from last year. And we don't have the guys that are b- below them are way younger, you know, type situation. I mean, we're already working with a defensive backfield that's extremely young. But you're talking about like guys that are behind some of these other guys on, uh, especially in the front seven. I mean, we've got like we've got we. Ha- I think we rotated at least four true freshmen. On, I mean, Malachi Starks has been starting since Dan Jackson went down. Um, but then you we saw Bear get in there. Uh, obviously, Michael's been starting. Um, Jalen Walker played. Jalen Walker almost. I mean, he was probably half a foot away from being the one who ended this game because he was so close to sacking C.J. Stroud. If he had broken down on him I mean, and, and just hit him in the mouth, I mean, it would have happened. But Jalen Walker could have easily, as a true freshman, could have easily ended this game and not had to have – I mean, they would have had to throw a, a Hail Mary, you know, which may have been scarier than the field goal, to be honest with you. I don't know. Uh, but then you got guys – I mean, and then, you know, you still got young guys like Kamari who is – Kamari got burned this game, man. Kamari, this has been this was his worst game he played all year, but I still feel comfortable with what his 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 capability is. I think they're going to put Keeley TCU. I mean, we really hadn't even had started our preview yet, but TCU's got one thousand uh, yard receiver, um, something Quentin Johnston, uh, mm-hmm. I believe is his name, and uh, I think Keeley's going to line up on him, man. I think we're going to play more man against TCU because I think we can match up across the board. We can match up a lot better with Ohio State. It's like, man, they got three guys that can run with anybody. So we did. I, you know, I don't want to say we didn't give them. I knew. I mean, I think you and I both were like, this team could be dangerous. 
I, th- I think everybody, I, in my mind, I had thought of it's either going to be a nail biter like it was, or it's going to be we blow them out by like you know twenty one points. Um, obviously, it ended up being a nail biter, but I, I mean, I, I definitely thought that Ohio State had the capability to do what they did, but they had to play their A plus game, and sure enough, <laughs> they absolutely did. So, well, when you you spend an entire month, which happened to us last year, uh, you, you spend an entire month telling us we can't do it, and you don't you're not as good as you think you are and uh this other team's gonna gonna take it to you and talking about cj stroud is uh he's not a mobile quarterback and uh all this kind of stuff and man they just they proved everything wrong and uh i mean ryan day had his boys ready i mean they he you talking about he coached a hell of a game and uh and and they were they were ready and we just we're just as Kirby would say we were just too resilient. We just couldn't go down. I mean, you're talking about a heavyweight fight went down to the last round, and we were on the we were on the final count, <laughs> and we got up and, and finished the round out. And, and it was just uh, what are you, what are your thoughts on on him saying? Because I, I I definitely have some opinion on this. What are, what are your thoughts on him saying that Ohio State probably deserved to win? What, what what's your take on that? I think you're talking about what Kirby said. Yeah, what Kirby. Kirby, Kirby they, said I mean, in, in the post game interview, they were. I mean, right afterwards. I mean, they were interviewing I, him. I think, he's like, "Yeah, well, uh, I say probably deserved to win," kind of thing. You know, they played. I, he's you know, quote unquote, played better. Is that well, coach I, speak I, or? He, well, you know. I think there's. <laughs> it's always coach speak with him. There's yeah. always some ulterior motive, even even in that. He probably moment. coach speaks to his family, <laughs> oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt, that's his foreplay with his wife. I mean, like. <laughs> And, and but the way that he the way that he even when you saw it after the game I can't he, believe you just said that <laughs> it was probably a little inappropriate but that's all right um, the oh, way that he the best um, moment of the podcast <laughs> he because the like calling out Stetson and, and doing all the things that he he did I think what he's what he's saying is uh, I mean what he's saying there is they just played a better game throughout the entire game. I mean, they played their top – they executed their game plan. They did everything mm-hmm. that they were supposed to do. They didn't have the screw-ups that we had in terms of blown coverages and, stall- and sputtering on offense and turnovers. missing field goal, turnovers, all that kind of stuff. And I think that's yeah. what he's re- re- referring to. And Because um, I heard the same thing. That's one of those things you have to kind of – you kind of – Tilt your head at, and you're like, what's he, what's he talking about there? And um, but that that's what when I sat there and think about it, is like, I see what he's saying. Uh, but he is in turn, I, th- I think what he's also doing now is trying to remotivate our guys into thinking we yeah, the anti, anti the counter rat poison, right, if you will. Exactly. Like he's he's basically saying now everybody's going to be telling you that you didn't play a great game, you got lucky, you 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 didn't earn this game and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, and so he, he's already in, in that mode of getting him getting him ready for, for, for Monday night. That's a good point. That's a good point. Because I, I, I don't, don't, I mean, I wasn't like offended by it. I mean, I know he's a master motivator or whatever, but I was just like, in my head, I'm like, man, I don't want to discount what just happened because it really was, there was a flip of a switch at some point And, all of a sudden, the offense was like, "We're gonna do this." Like the, the defense has been out there the whole freaking third quarter. We're about, to, we are about to turn it on. And then the defense did the same thing. They said, "Look, we're tired as hell. 
but we're about to make plays. And 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 so I feel like the team as a whole turned it on in that fourth quarter, just like we did against Alabama last year, man. I mean, it was a I – mean, that's why Nick Saban at halftime – or excuse me, at halftime, at midfield – you know, comes up to Kirby and they're, you know, shaking hands after we confetti falling and all that stuff. He's like, Man, y'all kicked our ass in the fourth quarter. And it's like that's you win the fourth quarter, man, in a close game, and guess what? Nine times out of ten you win the game. And I I think that basically what what my thought process is with that is like, all right, the being being the team that deserved to win is the team that makes the most plays and makes the least mistakes. And guess what? We we made one more mistake, and then they made one less play. You know, I mean, can you, I don't know if you would call a missed field goal a mistake, or if, or he just didn't execute. That's I think that's one less play. But man, we finally get that break at the very end, and I think you know I don't me as a fan, I don't want to take away from what we accomplished in the fourth quarter. That's what I'm saying. Like, still think we deserved oh, to, yeah. to win the game. Uh, also, I keep hearing about how Ryan Day apparently was. There's there's been some chatter about how he's as much of a douche as he looks like he is uh, on the field and off the field uh, after the game especially and with some of these comments apparently he was talking to I don't know if he was yapping at some of our players or something along those lines but regardless man they can they can complain all they want they can whine cry Marvin Harrison the targeting thing like. Dude, they they challenged it. I mean, they're not not challenged. It. They reviewed it, and they said, "Oh, he lived with his shoulder. Oh, there wasn't. He didn't crown. There wasn't a crown on the helmet hit." And they think, "Oh man, Marvin Marvin Harrison. If he was still in this game, like we would have won it by by two touchdowns, kind of thing." But you, you I mean, you. Can, I don't know if you've seen all this, but people have been pointing out that Marvin Marvin Harrison's last catch came in like early second quarter, and then he was knocked out of the game late third quarter. So I don't, you know, stats. I mean, the numbers, numbers prove the point here. That's all. Well, I and, say and, about that. and you have to, if you go back and look, and we're just not as attuned to it because it wasn't happening to us. But every time somebody went goes and gets to the national championship game, they have those moments. It's like yeah. you had that, you had that play that you got lucky on that call, or that player got hurt. So you, it's you're you're like it's like all these Alabama fans. It's like. That that you shouldn't have won that national championship. Colt McCoy got hurt in the first first play of the the game or whatever. Oh, it's very convenient for them to forget forget uh, about. Oh that. yeah, it's like that's what started the whole freaking thing, and you just happened. That just goes into your 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 your, your short term memory there. Um, but but anyway, you're gonna you're gonna get that, and, and I lose a I lose zero sleep because it's my team that's winning, and I'm very happy about it. But I I, I have zero like this happens every year. Like when Clemson was doing it, there'd be something with Clemson. Like they're playing the ACC, they don't play anybody. Or when Alabama does it, it's like it was they they got this. They never get the call, or they or they always get the call, or whatever the the situation well, is. The one that comes to mind is whenever Clemson won their first national championship. Uh, with Deshaun, and they had the, the play to win it. I mean, incredible, incredible ball game. But the play to win it was a pick play, and they didn't call it. You know, stuff like that. You know, yeah. It's just like, and, and so it, it happens like that. And so I, I think you're, we're always we're, you're always going to have that when you're in. Fortunately, in our situation, and uh, and I had some buddies talking about man, George getting all kinds of hate, and it's like, dude, 
when you're at this point, you're going to get all the hate and I'm all yeah. about it. Like I want, I want to be hated. <laughs> that is my favorite place to be because that means you're doing something right. As, as a whole, what's, so I saw this map of, I think it was from CBS sports that was like, uh, you know, states, states that are pulling for, you know, who, who, what, what team is each state pulling for? And it was like the entire United States was TCU. And then it was Georgia was, was, obviously Georgia and all that. And I really don't think that's true. I mean, I, I, I'll put it this way. Like I think the majority of Texas is like, screw TCU. Like, and, and there's a lot of big fan bases in Texas that are like, nah, man, I'm pulling for Georgia. I ain't pulling for Texas Christian to, to win the game. I mean, all the way down to like Southern Methodist, like they're probably like, ah, that way, like Crosstown rivals, no way. Um, and then you got to think like Michigan's probably pulling for us. Like we beat Ohio State, they lost TCU. They're definitely pulling for us. Uh, so man, I, you know, it's not. I I don't want to say we're quite to the to the early 2010s Alabama level, but man, if we if we do do the deed on Monday night, then we might just be. So we we hit a different anyway. strat, we hit a different stratosphere when that happens but I, I think i think one thing too that the whole country is they're they're pulling for the for the underdog everybody this week is asking like if you're not a true college football fan you're like tc who like what is who is this team that's in the national championship game that georgia or the georgia and this other team from texas it's like a lot of people are not aware of who this team is and uh, that's not uh, your casual fan. And uh, so the world's going to be pulling for the, the Cinderella. Uh, so, I mean, most people are going to be, be, be pulling for them. And because, God, they've had a this, – this is Sonny Dyke's first season. I mean, he is a mm-hmm. first-time head coach. They were, what, 5-7 and seven last year? And they're about – they are – their only loss was a nail-biter in, their, in the uh, Big 12 championship game. And 13-1, uh, and one, I mean, you're talking about – a heck of a turnaround, and uh, and the thing that scares me about TCU is they have what we were just experienced in that game. They have had more than one of those this season. They have just gone in. They've and, had like five. They <laughs> yeah oh yeah. Every, I feel like every every week you're like oh TCU you're like watching the you're watching the the scores go across the bottom or you're watching your phone and and you're like well TCU is finally about to lose and then and they just figure out how to win like that game against Baylor like good lord that was crazy I mean you're just talking about wild. finding ways to win the game and 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 they have there's there's four people in the world that thought that they were going to be able to get to this point and that's mamas of four of the players and that's the only people that thought that TCU was going <laughs> to be not even get, the players the players I mean, themselves didn't even think they were yeah. going to get here but uh but they are they have got nothing to lose and at this point, it's um, are, are they going to believe the hype? Or are they just going to realize that they're that? Are they going to be able to match the the the, the level of of, uh, of excitement and uh, you know, where they're at? Are they going to get uh, the? Is the moment going to be too big for them? And so far, it it hasn't been. Well, there's a reason that Max Duggan, you know, was invited to New York and was sitting next to Stetson, you know, at the uh, Heisman ceremony. I mean, it's. This TCU team is good, and I and I texted you and uh, our buddies, uh, you know, before the games, e- either of the games started, and I was like, hey, my prediction today is that both the Big Ten teams are going to lose. Thank God Ohio State did, but I really felt that TCU was a better team than Michigan, and I saw 
What Michigan did, too, I mean, good gracious, they should have won that game. They absolutely should have won that game. And TCU is just did exactly what they've done all year. Like I said, I mean, five, six times this year have found a way to win, especially late in the game, and made the plays that they had to. Now, they had their number one running back, Kendra Miller, go down. I don't know what exactly what his status is, but, man, I did not realize. I mean, he's a 1,400-yard rusher this year. I mean, that's a pretty incredible number. If he is out for this game, that's a big deal. And now their backup came in, uh, Demarcado, and he was pretty solid, but he is not the same. I mean, he's not the same back that that Miller kid is. I watched him play, you know, the the game, like the Baylor game and the Texas game. I watched a, a decent amount of both of those, and and that guy is, he's a solid back. He He's very instinctive, and I like the way that he runs. If he's out for this game, he's got 17, t- excuse me, he's got 17 touchdowns on a year. If he's out of this game, that's a big deal. Um, but then Max Duggan is, is obviously, he's their big, biggest threat and he's got one good receiver. I mean, well, I, he's probably got multiple decent receivers, but I think I, I can't remember if I said this to you before we started or while we were going over a high state game, but it, so Quentin Johnston is their thousand yard receiver. And I would not be surprised if we man up across the board because, I mean, I don't think that it's a big fall-off after that guy. After Johnston, it's a fall-off in talent. I would not be surprised if we stick uh, Keeley. I think Keeley's the hot hand. I think you stick him on the number one guy. But I would not be surprised if, if we stick our corners on the islands on these guys and let our safeties do do, do the work in the middle. Because uh, Malachi, I mean, Lord knows Malachi has looked like a true freshman the last two games. Um, our, our buddy Caleb had uh, talked about, he texted us about how we need to quit playing zone. And I, I thought that we were playing man, but the reason I thought we were playing man is because Malachi, we weren't playing man, but Malachi was trailing that guy for so long. I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, that was I thought it was Kamari the whole time. So that's why I was like, no, nah, I think we're playing man in that situation. But no, Malachi was just chasing Marvin Harrison <laughs> so for so long. I thought it was a, I thought it was a man play. Um, but man... I really do think that we're going to have to lean a lot on the talent in our defensive backfield in this game, and I think it's going to bode bode well for us compared to what <laughs> what happened against Ohio State, where we couldn't do that, you know. Well, and, and it's going to be key. You're, I think the the thing for us is you, we thought we might be able to pin our ears back a little bit and, and get after Stroud, and because you weren't going to have to worry so much about the run, but Duggan is a is a threat with his with his legs. I mean, the guy can make plays. And so you've got to contain – you've got to be able to contain and push the line back and really win the, the, the line of scrimmage. And um, they – I mean, all season, the dude – what, what game was it that he was basically a corpse walking around on the field and he still still won the game? Um, I mean, the guy can be, get beat to heck and back, and, uh, and he's just a playmaker. And so for us, it's, to, to me, I, I think you, you brought up the point that we don't have as many – weapons that we have to worry about uh on, on the in the receiver position so we've got a better shot uh, of being able to to control the line of scrimmage put the guys in in there to to, to make plays and, and so my, my whole thing is we've got to just figure out how to contain him and just keep him keep him from making the plays that cj made i mean that was really what it and the thing is is he's gonna have a few like you're gonna have to he's, he's gonna get some 
I mean, the guy has been able to do it all year. Guys are obviously trying to scheme to keep him from doing that. And I mm-hmm. think our guys are bigger than any and better than any of the guys that they've played up to this point. But uh, you have to start worrying about depth, like you talked about. You have to start worrying about our, our can we get off the field and, and, and try to keep some of these some of their offensive drives relatively short, get some three and outs to put our offense on the field and be able to 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 do some damage because man, we're we're running low on guys. I mean, we're just we're, we're, I'm, that's what that's what scares me more than anything is that we're just we are so limited in terms of who we can put out there. And every and they are too. I mean, everybody's at that point. Your, your injuries are stacking up. You're you're just you're, you've had a full fourteen game season and so far, which is just a crazy number to think. And um, so that's kind of where kind of where my mind goes is just figure out how to contain that guy because um, man, he is a playmaker. He is. He's an he. He is. It's it's crazy to think that he didn't even start out the year uh, as the starter. <laughs> um, but now. Something that you you were talking about, we don't know. We got guys dropping like flies. We don't know who's going to be available in all this situation. I mean, it's crazy to look back and think like how much of a factor was Chaz Chambliss, who we had been given grief for a lot of time. But I mean, him going down in that game made a big difference in our. I mean, we just were not getting any pressure off the edge. If we were getting pressure off the edge, it was because Mikael Williams and it, dude, he got a sack. On what's his name, Paris Paris Johnson or something like that. Only sack he gave up all year was true freshman Mikael Williams. Unbelievable. <laughs> but you're talking about so Chaz Chaz being out was a big deal. We saw the the difference that that made. I think there's a chance that apparently there's a chance that he comes back. But the biggest question is, what's Darnell's status? And so. I just want to let you in on a little little story here. This isn't like, you know, crazy. This isn't like behind a paywall information or anything like that. This is, you know, just something that somebody shared or whatnot. But Darnell's mother apparently has does not travel to his games. I, I don't know if she's never been to one or what, but, I mean, she's out in Vegas, right? So it's it's a lot of money to get to, to Athens from Vegas. And, um you know, I think because of that, Darnell apparently has always given his tickets, uh, you know, that he's allotted to other players and, and their families and all this, right? So apparently there's some situation where one of these guys that's posted on the dog vent, he's like, he works in Vegas, he's friends, or he works with his mom or something. And the situation was like, Darnell got on the phone with her, he was sitting with her, and she, he was like, look, we want to give your mom this ticket. And we just want to make sure that we're not, you know, doubling up. Like you, if you're gonna give him your, uh, give her your tickets or whatnot, we don't want to, you know, take away from somebody. But anyway, long story short, Darnell was like, he basically offered, like, okay, we will take care of your mother. We'll transportation. We'll we'll put her up in a hotel and all this that we're staying at. Well, she will be with us. We will be her, you know, guide all over the place, and she'll sit with us, you know, and all this. Well, not sit with us, and he offered to give them. Uh, all three of them tickets. So his mom and 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 the couple that was going to invite them. So his mom is coming up there, getting VIP treatment and all this stuff. And he's going to sit with this couple who obviously was very very gracious to, you know, say hey, we're going to essentially host her and take care of her, watch over her, and she's going to she's going to hang out with us, and we're going to do it do this trip <laughs> right, right, and. Do you think that Darnell Washington ain't going to try to play in this game? Hell no. 
this guy, he's absolutely going to play in this game. As, when, mama, when mama comes to town, <laughs> he's got to show up the, for her. If it's the only game that she has been able to come to his entire career, and I don't know if that's the, the case or not, but if it is, you, you, you're damn right. You're damn right she, well, he's about to play. There's going to be a lot of uh, – there's gonna be a lot of um, tordal and things that are getting uh, getting getting t- shot up uh, this this week. Um, guys are gonna do everything they can because there's one game left. There's only sixty more minutes. There's only sixty more minutes of regulation, and um, guys are gonna get a whole off season for recovery. <laughs> no, so this is this is yeah. this is it. And, uh, and 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 our guys, I think you can. We've been able to tell all year long. Our guys want it. And these guys, the thing that gives me hope and, and, and excitement about this game is um, we all year long, we've, I think we, it's just, it's so crazy to think about this season. This season has just been a blur of just so yeah. much, so crazy, com- just not even, just doesn't even, no, no similarities almost at all compared to last year. And we're getting to the same point as we were. It, to, to me, the games just weren't the same. They were just all very different in, in how how it all how it all happened and the, the makeup of the team. Just nothing feels the it's same. Not, it's not quite as dominating, but we are still beating teams, rightfully so. We're just you know, beating them I mean, in different ways, and, and beating yeah. them, and beating them in different ways, and, and using different guys because mm-hmm. God, we we got wiped out. I mean, the draft took everybody. And yep. nobody thought we were going to be able to do what we've done. And going into this game, I, I think you're seeing what just happened gives me hope from the perspective of we got the hell beat out of us and we're physically, a lot of guys are down. But what you saw at the end of that game and the resiliency and the the belief that no matter the situation, we got the guys that can go and win a ball game. No matter where we're at, no matter what the scoreboard says, we can do what it takes to win. And that's what gives me hope going into a team because TCU's done that all year. TCU's had that belief because they've seen themselves do it time and time again. They've seen, they've watched their team come down to the wire and, and make the crazy play that it takes to win. And now we are in that, we are in that situation. And uh, we've we it was cool to hear Kirby talk about it. He said they never doubted for a second. He's like they we go into the fourth quarter. He was talking to um, Scott Van Pelt, and he said every man when the fourth quarter started was holding the fours up. He's like they all believed in it. Like there there was not a guy that doubted that we were going to be able to win this game. And when the rest of the when when nobody else believed that this team believed that they were going to do be able to do it what it takes and be able to make the plays. And sure enough. That's what we did, and that's what gives me hope going into this. Even though we are battered and bruised and and beat to a pulp, so is TCU, and it's 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 one of those things. You're coming down to the last round. You've been fighting all year long. You've this these two teams are the ones that have made it out on top, and we've we've just we've got to come play our play our A game. Have to, man. They have to. It's man. It's. It's wild to think. I mean, you know, you kind of were talking about TCU, like this tiny little school in Fort Worth or whatever. And um, it is wild to think that this TCU team, this is a program that you and I grew up. Like, uh, we knew LaDainian Tomlinson, but we really knew him more so whenever he got to, to in the NFL. But TCU was a program that was in, like, the, you know, FCS 
for a long time whenever we were growing up. And I mean, it was just a, it wasn't really uh, a program that anybody thought about. And, you know, I mean, compared to the Georgias and the, you know, Texas and the LSUs of the world and whatnot. And the, the, I, I talking to our buddy Tyler, I mean, about this program is just like you, if you go and visit TCU, Ladanian Tomlinson is like their, you know, he's like their Herschel Walker. You know, he's like their Herschel Walker, Vince Dooley, and Nick Chubb and Todd Gurley put together kind of thing. Um, don't know if that makes sense, but you know, it's it's just crazy to think like that. Like they, this is not a historical program at all. I mean, they have one dude to lean on. There's no championships. I mean, they they didn't even win the championship this year. And, and well, as far as I know, I think maybe they won like a smaller a, a group of five uh, championship or something like that. But yeah, man, it's just uh, it's crazy to think that, w- especially when you consider that they were what like a four win team last year, four or five win team last year. Uh, and Sonny Dykes, you know, this is his first year. Came over from uh, SMU, I believe. Actually, man, it's just a. Uh, it is just a. That's the fact that TCU's in the national championship. I think is good for college football. But I want to beat the piss out of them. Like that's <laughs> that's the way I feel about it. Like I, I that, good for them. But man, we want back to backs. <laughs> we want back to back. And I, I mean, this team is just. I feel like we're going to come in with a really good game plan, especially since, you know, it's funny. We have had to overcompensate for some of these uh, running quarterbacks and so, like over the past years. I mean, Bryce Young, not so much of a rushing quarterback, but he can do it, you know, if need be. We had to, we had to account for that. And so it's almost like we're getting more used to having to do that. And then we go play C.J. Stroud, who we think, oh, he doesn't run. And then all of a sudden he runs because – he has to to make the plays to try to win that ball game. This is a quarterback that he's going to he's their third leading rusher, man. I mean, he's going to run the football and I feel like that might even be better for us than uh trying to prepare for CJ Stroud honestly. Well, knowing that he's going to run, that's what yeah. gives that's what gives us the it changes the dynamic because CJ Stroud can run. Max Duggan will run and and he will mm-hmm. run much more often. I don't know how many times he runs a game. But knowing that, you're able to, to scheme accordingly, and, and that that will help us. But uh, the I talked about what gives me excited, what 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 gives me qualms is is they've still got a, a, a top guy in, in that in that Quentin uh, that can that can catch the ball, and we we got lit up by some receivers this past weekend, uh, and, and sending those guys. I mean, they take all the receivers, they send them out, it leaves opportunities for Duggan to make a play. And um, and so there's a lot of ways that they can hurt us, uh, but but I do think we have we've shown it all year. We've got the guys to, to get the job done, but can we bounce back? I mean, for us, this is we almost didn't like we we were one play away from not having this game, not having this opportunity. Are we going to bounce back from such an emotional loss or emotional win, and and be able to bounce back and and, and Build up all of that, uh, uh, build up that emotional tank, if you will, that be able to kind of focus back and get back to the game plan and focus all week long. Uh, to because I mean, gosh, they leave, they fly out the day after tomorrow, I think. Uh, or when do they? They maybe or have they already? Oh, left? they're not out there. Maybe they've already. I left. think they're. I think they're already out there. Or maybe they've already left. I can't remember. This week has just flown by. Um, Is it but, Tuesday uh, or Wednesday? It's Wednesday, right? <laughs> 
it's Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I think they're yeah, I think they're already out there. I believe. I may be wrong. They they might be going out there tomorrow because the equipment truck actually just left this afternoon. Can you imagine have to having to haul that thing all the way across the damn country? That sounds very terrible. No, not I would not be interested in doing that. Um, no. But, but anyway, I mean, it's uh, you go to your playoff game. It's in your backyard. Uh, we had to do this back in uh, in, in 2017 uh, for for the to go. We with the playoff game. We had to go out to the Rose Bowl, turn around, and then play the national championship in our backyard. But now we're we're post such an emotional win. Now we're having to go all the way out west. That travel distance is not a joke. I mean, that's we're we're, we're having to go long way away. Um, but if there's a team that's going to be able to not let that impact us, uh, we've played in big games all year. I mean, we've, we've, we've been the, we've, we've been the one with the target on our back all year long. And so I'm not as concerned about that. I feel like Kirby's going to have us focus. And honestly, I think having, um, bless you, bless you, uh, not, not having, I think the short turnaround time for like, just from a coaching perspective, I think that goes in our favor, just having had experience and, and being in more of these games, especially just in the last couple of years, I think that gives us an edge to uh, just having a coaching staff that's been there before. I mean, makes a big difference. I agree. I agree. And considering we have, we still have a lot of that same staff that was that was on the staff. I mean, hell, a lot of that same Rose Bowl staff is still here. Uh, still crazy to me that Dale McGee is still on the staff, and I love it. I mean, I love everything about that. Don't bring um, it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm almost scared to talk about it, but 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 Chancy, I mean, it's we're back in the national championship for the second year in a row. Won it last year, and it's one of those things that I think people start looking at us like the Bama situation. Like, I mean, we used to look at Bama and be like, do they even care? Like, because they just won it last year, do they even care? Like, you know, in eleven and twelve, they won it back to back, so they beat LSU in in eleven, and they go and I mean, just demolish Notre Dame uh, after beating us in the SEC championship the following year. Dude, I mean, I I remember vividly being like, well, they've just won their third title in the past what four years. I mean, do they even care anymore? Did anybody does anybody go to this game? And 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 man, I'll tell you one thing, the dogs are traveling. I mean, I look. I mean, you and I. I think. Well, I'm, I'm sure we were gonna we're gonna get to this here shortly. But you know, you and I had thrown around the idea of what we you know potentially going out there, or whatever. And you know, those dollar signs. Good <laughs> gracious, man! The zeros just add up, and I'm just like, man, this ain't this ain't exactly. This isn't in something. I I mean, I had to take out a loan, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. type situation. So I don't know, man. It's this game. The, the, what this this TCU team does very well is capitalize on the other team making mistakes, and that's that's what they've done all year. That's the reason they've been able to make these second half comebacks. And Max Duggan is obviously a very talented uh, quarterback. They got a talented receiver, and they have a talented and running back. The defense, the defense is what really won that game against Michigan. Their front four is pretty good. Don't get me wrong, I don't think they're going to size up like Ohio State did. I don't think they're going to compare to some of these SEC lines that we saw throughout the year. But they have a pretty good defense, especially their front seven. Um, that's what scares me the most as far as, oh, is there some little matchup that they can find on their end? But, man, this team, this this dog team is just different. It's weird. I mean, we keep on talking about I I, I mention it every time, like on paper, like it doesn't make sense. But – 
And that's what makes sense about it is that it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> like it's just great. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if that makes any sense, but you know what I'm saying. You, you're picking up what I'm putting down, Chance. I, I enjoyed that thoroughly uh, because you're right. We've got we've got the players, and uh, I think I think for us, we're going to have we'll obviously have a very different game plan going into this team. There, they're not there's not really many similarities between them and Ohio State, uh, and on both sides of the ball. I mean, there's there's nothing that really looks similar. Uh, and I'm, I'm curious what we'll be, what we will do offensively. I think we'll see a more balanced attack. I think we'd like to be able to run the ball a little more, be a little more effective in the run, a little more consistent in the run game. I think you'll see us try to run the ball a, a little bit, a little bit more effectively, um, to try to create some balance because we're we're at our best when we're balanced and we're able to mix that up, and get some play action in there, get some zone reads and. Uh, and that's when we start to shine. Stetson really is able to kind of sit back there and, and do do as he pleases, if you will, when we're able to get the whenever Kenny's making plays and uh, if we can get Kendall making some plays too. I think 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 uh, one of our running backs will have a pretty big day on the ground. Uh, just uh, think we'll be able to to do to to run pretty well. I feel I feel good about that. Um, but I'm just man, I'm just so ready. I I, I just I haven't fully f- grasped what is taking place right now that we're back in it and uh and we're having a chance it's it's kind of hard to hard to, hard to get my mind wrapped around it a couple of days ago you know that we had they had the rose bowl that wasn't on new year's day it was on the uh you know whenever people observe new year's day uh, whenever it's on the weekend right so it was on the second and i was just i remember sitting there and looking i was looking at my wife and i was just like this is the last game before the national championship and I, I still am just not – it's not registering with me what is about to happen because, I mean, norm, normally, you know, in years past, it's like, all right, well, crap, we got the Rose Bowl, and then we got one more game that, like, I'm going to watch but I don't really care about. But now it's like, obviously, care so much about it. And, <laughs> and so uh, it's wild, man. This is a – this is a, a huge deal again. I mean, it's not – there's there's no taking away from – the fact that this is another historical season. It doesn't matter what happened last year. This is this season by itself and what we've accomplished, some of the players that have been in it, and the fact that, you know, we've got guys that are again going to be drafted multiple first round draft picks after we just lost a, a record number of guys to the draft last year and uh, still got a chance to win it all, man. It's uh it's a special thing. Wish we were gonna both be out there, Chancey. What's your uh What's your what's your plan uh, for for the game? I have uh, actually before we got on had a select few folks that uh, I've I've contacted and um, having some folks come to my house. I want to be in my domain uh, to yes. watch to watch the game. So I've invited a few people a few people over and uh, trying to keep the 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 group select. Um, but I'm afraid my wife has invited people that I have not anticipated uh, to the house. So I'm having to navigate that. So uh, we will see what happens. Um, she and I will talk later, but um, but uh, as as you and, and probably many people that listen to this, uh, I I'm very particular about who I watch the game with. I'd rather watch the game by myself, or uh, there's only a few people that I can be around. I had a, a buddy of mine. Um, and uh buddy taylor and his fiance came over and um watched it with us and 
watch the uh, the Peach Bowl, and it was like it was perfect. It, we, we had it was just it was four of us, or I think it was maybe five of us, and it was perfect perfect group. Um, so I'm just very particular about my watching situation. But um, and and I want people that are going to let me like this past week. Uh, I had uh, my buddy Demetrius. He had I had to make sure I I called him out. He was texting me the whole time. Apparently he had been he had been drinking a little bit. But um, I was I was just I need to be able to sulk. Like if I'm if I'm upset, I need to be able to just wallow in it. And I just don't I don't want you to try to help me out of it. I need to stay where I'm at <laughs> and don't try to don't try to help me walk through this mentally well he was texting me through that and he, he wanted to make sure that i mentioned that he told me it was going to be okay and i was like that's fine you, you can text me that but i need to be able to wallow in my where i'm at when i'm not feeling great you know and that's where i needed yeah. to, i needed to be so say all that uh I'm gonna be at my home and I, I just hope uh hope and pray that um this will be a safe place that uh i'll be able to watch watch my dogs uh bring home bring home another one let me tell you man i'm uh i'm looking forward to i mean that feeling of being on top of the mountain you know whenever we were we were there in indy and get to take that in together i mean it it's it's it's, it was awesome it was just every bit of, of it was exactly how i dreamed it would be um and and we did it and 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 i feel that exact same anticipation before this, it, it, like I said, it doesn't take away the, from the fact that we just won it last year. I mean, it, it, like I have completely forgotten about that at this point. This is this is the only thing that matters. Um, yeah, we watched the game at my uh, at Moose's house, my middle brother, um, and last weekend, and you know, it wound up being the three of us, and then and then one one of the guy in, in, in the backyard patio, and we were sitting there in anticipation of. I honestly thought that we might have a chance of blocking the kick. I mean, we hadn't really even talked about that, but I thought we were going to block the kick, and he ended up shanking it. Didn't even have a chance. I mean, I, have you have you seen the video of the Titanic music like going alongside the, the kick? <laughs> no, but now I have to find that. <laughs> I'll send it to you afterwards. I mean, good lord, it's so funny. It is it is like incredibly funny. Katana was was making fun of me for how much I was laughing at it the other night, but the whenever that kick sailed wide left or whatever we just all started sprinting i mean we probably collectively ran like a mile in in his backyard we were just sprinting and yelling going crazy people were setting off fireworks and i was like i i mean you could tell that the fireworks not were not like oh it's new year's eve let's set them off it was like right after uh you know people were like we gotta celebrate the dogs, like you know, and you could hear people yelling. It wasn't I could tell the fireworks were for the dogs and all that, but uh, all that being said, I think we're gonna go over to my oldest brother's house, which is right down the road, less than less than half a mile down the road from uh, from from the other one, and uh, we'll we'll take it all in uh, collectively as a family because last year, as you know me and moose came with you to the game and my oldest brother aubrey and my dad watched it together at in a uh, Watkinsville. i think this year we're all going to be together so it's going to be a little bit more special but man i just couldn't we we talked about going out to los angeles and i'm just we could not stomach when when you're talking about just flights alone being about ten thousand dollars man that's just that's a lot and i don't know how much I'm sure a lot of our listeners can probably agree. I mean, I don't really 
know how much I care to go to Los Angeles in the first place. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, at this point, man. You know, I'm happy to watch it on the TV, especially since it'd be different if I didn't see what I saw last year. Yeah. Uh, but man, um, we got to take in the SEC championship. That was the last game that we went to this year uh, together, and which is a lot of fun. But I'll be watching it comfortably on a you know 70 inch television. I might even my my brother doesn't have like a streaming stick for his TV and. He uses the the apps in the TV. Getting technical here, he uses the apps that are like built into his Vizio TV, and they just like every now and then it like literally shuts off. Like the the the, the picture goes away. You can still hear the sound, but the picture goes away. I'm gonna buy him a damn Apple TV or you something gotta like that. Or, you gotta get Apple TV. You gotta get Apple TV. That the TV apps suck. They're garbage. Yeah, garbage. Yeah. So uh, you can't and you can't risk it either. You gotta get a yeah. you gotta hard line that bad boy in. There's cannot be any. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You, there cannot be any question that that's what <laughs> that there's gonna you're gonna have a bad a bad connection because uh, this is this is too important too impo- too important to what's to what's going on. I'm here. not I'm not joking. I'm probably gonna take mine because I've got. I mean, I'm such a believer in Apple TVs. I got one downstairs and one upstairs. I'm, I'm probably gonna take this one over there. I, I think just it, in case. I think it'd be a good strategy. I'd probably go Saturday night or, or Sunday and go ahead and get it all set up. That way, you can yeah. troubleshoot. You can get everything kind of ready to go or get there it's a few a hours idea. early and just make sure everything's everything's uh, good because um, too too much too much room for error. You can't leave any opportunity for that. Well, I, I I tell you what, Saturday this is the first weekend that we have had kind of like open. And forever, and so we're gonna take take little man and go to. I think we're probably gonna go to Creature Comforts and all this stuff. But I'm 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 excited about that. So I don't know if it's gonna happen on Saturday. Maybe Sunday though. Maybe Sunday. That'll be our that'll be uh, our mission on Sunday. Chancy, I'm I cannot wait. I cannot believe we're back where we are. We keep on talking about it like it's like just you know business as usual, but it's not. You know this is this is so special to to both of us. Um, but. Uh, Looking forward to looking forward to seeing what the dogs got got planned for for TCU. Yeah, and I, I said this last last time we got together, and 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 I want to say it one more time because this is the last chance I get to say it. Just take some time, take the next few days. If you if you love Georgia football like we do, take some time and just just think about what we've been able to experience this year, this season, and including last year as well, but just really take it in and just say, you know, this is fun. Like, this is just such a good time. This is special. This is, I mean, some of the experience, like talking about getting to go to the SEC championship game, getting to spend spend time going to, going to these home games and, and getting to see everybody and, and experience Athens and the best weather we've ever had in a football season. And I mean, just just all these little things where we thought we weren't, we didn't have a good home schedule this year. It wasn't great, but we ended up still having some great games and uh, just, just an awesome season to watch some, some awesome football and, and experience a lot of stuff. And then to have the game that we just, just had, it's like I say, it's going to take me some time just to process. It was like going to, it was like going to the Rose bowl. I mean, just that level of a game in terms of the back and forth and just the crazy plays and all this kind of stuff. Um, so much has happened. And we just and I don't want us to miss what's what's truly happening, just like last year. I feel like I said the same thing last year, uh, but it, just just enjoy it because it's it's pretty remarkable. Couldn't have said it better my, myself, my friend. Uh, man, I'm I just at this point, there ain't nothing left to talk about. We just need to go out there and take care of business and come back with a trophy. Uh, you know, I don't think these these rings that like to collect dust, man. I I love me some dust. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, 
Well, Chancey, I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure we'll be texting uh, leading up to it. And, and like I said, I mean, Saturday we'll probably I'll probably be at Creature Comforts and have a beer or two and be like, I'll start texting you or something and be like, hey, man, I'm I'm nervous as hell. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, I got bubble gut. <laughs> when we got two days out last year, I mean, I remember, I mean, well, we also had a freaking, you know, 10, 11 hour drive, you know, up there. But when we got two days out, I could feel it. Like, I mean, I could feel it, not, not just my stomach. I could feel it all over my body kind of thing. Um, I'm like, man, I got freaking, I'm like cramping, <laughs> full body cramps. <laughs> but, uh, man, looking forward to it. Let's, uh, I don't, you know, let's get, let's get the, the, uh, I'll make sure that I know last week there was a, I had a problem with, with making sure my stream, my stream was behind, figured out later on that it was actually because somebody had paused it earlier and we fast forwarded it, but it was only like five second difference still. But then, then the direct TV started messing up. I was like, I was like, Austin, don't you, don't you still have, uh, uh, my YouTube TV like logged in? He's like, yeah. I was like, swap to that thing. And we didn't have any problems after that. And that's why I was able to actually text y'all after things happened and all that. So, but but whenever our buddy Sonia, all of a sudden, like we're about to kick this kick. I mean, monumental kick to begin the ball game. And I was like, gosh, we need points to begin this game. And all of a sudden, I get a text that just says, "Damn!" And I'm like, man, he haven't even snapped the ball yet. <laughs> so, oh man. Uh, but yeah, we we get that figured out. We'll we'll make sure. I, I'm not kidding when I say I'm going to take the Apple TV over there because we're going to be we're going to be up to speed. Good good strategy, good strategy. Well, brother, love you. Go dogs, and uh, it's going to be a going to be a be a fun one, man. I love it. Go dogs. Dogs on top. Oops.